With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Buccaneers come back to beat the Saints. The Buccaneers now 6-6 six and six and headed towards winning that division. Controlling that division. I don't know what that means. A division that's out of control, but they're controlling that right now. And they left time on the clock for Tom Brady, trailing by 13 in the final three minutes of game. This is one of those things where if you turn the game off, you're not alone. But how does Tom Brady get down 13 points at home? That, to me, is not alarming, but certainly something to take note of. They didn't do anything in the first three quarters. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady was Tom Brady. But you start to look at a bigger picture here with Tampa. All right, they're going to win their division. They're going to host a playoff game. They are 27th in scoring offense. They're dead last in rushing yards per game. Bottom half of the league in red zone scoring percentage. You did pick up a win. You beat a 4-9 and nine Saints team. But I don't know how much hope that provides for the Tampa Bay fans looking at a bigger picture here with Tom Brady. And with Brady, of course, he can make a run. Everything's anything's possible. We've seen that with him. But I thought what was alarming is what they didn't do in the first three and a half quarters, not what they did in the final couple of minutes there. Also, Tampa's had more touchdowns in three minutes than the, Bronco, uh, the Broncos have had in their last 171 really? minutes. That's what you got to do two minutes in. <laughs> Woo! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! This is the stat of the day! Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner and listening to our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Those chatting on chat row, operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter, available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific Recaps everything going on in the show, gives you a heads up, a sneak preview of things as well. Go to danpatrick.com. You put in your email address in the box that slides out, bottom right corner, and we will send you a recap of the show every single day. This program brought to you by Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Here's the Saints head coach, Dennis Allen on facing Tom Brady. When, when you play Tom Brady and you have a chance to put him away, you have to be able to put him away. And I felt like we missed some opportunities to put him away. Yes, you did. You had your opportunity. Mark Ingram stays inbounds, gets the first down. Then the clock keeps ticking. All of a sudden, you're taking time off the clock for Tom Brady to try to mount that comeback, scoring a couple of touchdowns. Mark Ingram was a little banged up, went out of bounds. Instead of going for the first down, instead of staying in bounds and letting the clock run, and that provided the window of opportunity for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to pick up the win. Heisman finalist, that has been set, and uh, one of the finalists, Max Duggan from TCU, will join us coming up next hour. Caleb Williams, 
C.J. Stroud, Stetson Bennett Jr. the third, and you know, no Hendon Hooker out of sight, out of mind. He was a great story there for Tennessee, but then got hurt and uh, didn't get the call to go to New York. But we'll talk to Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, a little bit later on. And he was Ralphie in Christmas Story. Peter Billingsley, the actor-producer, a Christmas Story Christmas, and a friend of the show. He's going to join us. I had a conversation with him a while ago, and it's up on uh, uh, danpatrick.com, that scene. And I did talk to Peter Billingsley, who doesn't, who didn't, prior to this sequel coming out, talk or want to talk about being Ralphie in a Christmas story. But, you know, he, he's trying to graduate into other things. He's a producer. He's a writer. He works with Vince Vaughn, the ever production company. But Ralphie didn't want to revisit Ralphie. But he did, and we had a great conversation. I've known him for a long time. And uh, there's a sequel that's out now to uh, Christmas Story. And uh, Peter will join us a little bit later on. The Phillies got Trey Turner. And they spent $300 million on him and 11 years. That's a big deal. Big deal. Wow. You know, the money is not what's as important to me. I always look at the years. Because what's Aaron Judge going to get? If Trey Turner got 11 years at $300 million, I like how, you know, the Yankees, you know, they were trying to get a bargain with Aaron Judge, and they were like, I don't know. Let's see. Go out there and bet on yourself. Now all of a sudden they got to overpay, and they're gonna they're gonna really overpay. Either them or the Giants are gonna overpay. It seems like those are the only two teams that are involved. The Mets get Justin Verlander. I was curious about the timing of this because Jacob Degrom is looking for a five year deal, and all of a sudden he goes to Texas. Next thing you know, Justin Verlander is a New York Met. But I'd like to know the timing of that. That did the Mets go, hey, if he wants this for this, check on Verlander. Or did Verlander's agent check on the Mets? Because I think the Yankees were also involved in this. But Verlander for two years, for what, 80-some million dollars, or a five-year deal for Jacob deGrom for $200 million, I'm going to take Justin Verlander. As, as great as deGrom is, I just can't count on him. Verlander's at least, he makes starts. Uh, I mean, he had 28 starts this year. Granted, he's 39 years of age, but, man, I probably wouldn't want either one of those pitchers, <laughs> to, you know, but, but that's fiscal sanity that kind of seeps in. Yeah, Paulie? Do you think the Mets owner's thinking more short-term? Verlander for two years, I could pick up one title. That's all I need out of him, and it's worth. Then I'm a legend forever. Verlander in 18 and 19 led the league in starts with 34 starts. He was 36 and 37 years old. Yeah. In two months, he'll be 40. Yeah. He led the league in ERA. He led the league in wins. Yeah. He was uh, two. I mean, he's not like good for his age. He's great for any age. Yeah, I think that they were looking at maybe a Max Scherzer type deal where you get that three year deal for $100 million, but ends up being two years for the Mets. Yes, Seton O'Connor. And if you whiff on a like two or three year deal, it's not that big of a deal. No. Right? It's not that huge of a miss rather than five oh, year. Crap, we're stuck with this dude for another seven years. Yeah, but you might get that with Trey Turner. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, that's a lot of money. Great player, a lot of money. But a guy who depends on his legs, speed. Yeah, Paulie. You're sleeping on the bigger story. Kate Upton back in New York City. That's a bonus for everybody. Mm-hmm. I saw her in the street one time and walking. You know, she was just walking around where she lived um, kind of midtown. And I remember seeing her one time on the street. And now she's been on the show, but I was with my daughter. And I think we were going to uh, work out at Soul Cycle. And then she's like, you and Kate Upton? No, no, no. My daughter. Oh, okay. no, no. But uh, I remember seeing Kate Upton on the street and my daughter goes, you know her? And I go, I, I, I I'm not going to say anything to her. And so I didn't. I thought, I mean, it's not a great story. I'm just saying that I did see her on the street one time in New York. They never look the same way you think they do when you see people on the street. You know, I always get, oh, you're a lot taller than I thought. Oh, for your age, you look okay. Oh. You know, those kind of things there. But, uh, yeah, Kate Upton was Kate Upton before she met Justin Verlander. But good to have her back close by.
All right, Seaton, what do you have for me? Well, Dan, we could start with uh, the Heisman Trophy. We mm-hmm. could start with, uh, oh, here's one, actually, that goes with a bunch of our guests today. Would you rather win a Heisman Trophy or a Best Supporting Actor? Supporting. Supporting. I'd rather win the Heisman. What? Yes. Yeah. As a supporting actor, I, I, you know, I know what that limelight is light, like, but uh, not having been nominated, but you yet, haven't been no- yet. Not, not yet. Yet. Not <laughs> yet. If Sandler ever gives me a bigger role, then that would help. Yes, Marv. And winning Best Supporting Actor or Actress doesn't guarantee you any success. I'm sure you can look down the list of supporting actors and actresses, actresses who've won. Yeah. And they've just had, you know, okay careers. Yeah. I remember I, reading an interview with uh, Elizabeth Shue, I think it was. Yeah. And she was she won an Oscar for uh, leaving, leaving Las Vegas. Las Vegas and yeah. She was like, I thought my career was set. I'd be getting movie roles, all this stuff. She's like, nobody called. Yeah. How's that happen? Yeah, Paul. There's good and bad for Best Supporting Actor. Like, Timothy Hutton won. He had a good career. Louis Gossett Jr., you know, he won for Officer and Gentleman. Good career. Uh, Michael Caine, great career. Michael Caine. Sean Connery got Best Supporting Actor for Untouchables. Obviously, he crushed. Mm. Denzel Washington for Glory. So they, he went way higher after that. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci for Goodfellas. Gene Hackman for Unforgiven. Little Bill. Ooh, great role. Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, Usual Suspects. Cuba Gooding Jr., mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire. That helped his career a lot. Yeah. Well, he didn't really do much after that. Didn't he like Snow Dogs or something uh, like that? Snow Dogs 2. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro for Traffic. Okay. We, we should compare each of these to Heisman winners. But like, we, okay, so would you rather be the Heisman Trophy winner or be the best supporting actor this year? Yeah. It's Heisman. Heisman. Heisman's pretty yeah. cool. There's no Oscar house presented by Nissan. <laughs> There's there. <laughs> There. Where Baker Mayfield's running around in there. Yeah, how many Dr. Pepper commercials are they doing? Yeah. yeah. Brian Bosworth is your sheriff there in uh, Fansville or whatever it is. Yes, Todd. I think most uh, supporting actors would probably take the Heisman over their Oscar. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. How about the best actor? Ooh, that's how, up in How else. about best actor mm. or Heisman? Yeah, supporting is actually the better one. Yeah. You think? It's a tougher question. Yeah. Would everybody take best actor? Yes. Over the Heisman? Yeah. Well, I don't understand the difference between best actor and best supporting actor. Half of the time, the best supporting actor is the main person in the movie. They <laughs> just put true. them in that character. But they put category. it in that category yeah. so they can win the award. Right. You know, right. Like, wait, you're the star of the movie, but you're the best supporting? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yes, Tom? I always go by how I'd want my bio to read or if I was invited to some gala or speaking engagement and I was introduced <laughs> and that's how it's how it sounds to me what sounds cooler Academy Award winner best actor or Heisman Trophy winner and to me the Academy Award would uh, ring true more for the lead actor not supporting I don't know if we forget who won the Heisman I think we forget who wins best actor I, I, here's a comparison would you rather be Eric Crouch from Nebraska or Adrian Brody from the pianist or pianist pianist I'm be careful ah, with that one. yes I would rather be Adrian Brody. He's been in other movies. Yes, he has. Eric Crouch's career, by choice. Yes. Stop there. Yeah. Any other <laughs> comparisons there? Nobody else is doing Adrian Brody and... Uh, Forrest Whitaker and Rashawn Salam. <laughs> no one's doing that. <laughs> I am. Love it. All day. I, I'm going to be Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Marv. Best actor in the Heisman seem to be career achievement awards. Maybe not so much anymore, but it used to be. It used to feel that way. Like, Herschel Walker probably should have two Heisman trophies if you're going by that. Yeah. You know, Al Pacino won for Sen of a Woman. Yes. Yes, Paulie. Right. Herschel kind of got penalized by not having two. That's kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he was 0 for 5 when he finally got his award. Herschel should have had two. Leo should probably have had two. Well, he should have won for something other than what he won for. The Revenant was like, all right, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Career achievement. Yeah. Scent of a woman. Hoo-ha. Yes, Todd. Look, but don't touch. Touch, <laughs> no, but no, don't no, taste. No. Every inch is a foot, three feet is a yard. We, we need 100 yards. Here we go. Who's with me here on any go. Sunday? Here, we can do this. Here we go. hoo Jamie, Jamie Foxx or Johnny Manziel? Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh, mm. He's a lot of good movies. I don't know. What? What? He's living a 
fantastic life. Millions. Especially when you're compared to Johnny Van Zell. No offense. <laughs> I should have thrown someone better out there. Johnny was leading an incredible life. And then he didn't realize that he wasn't leading an incredible life until everybody went, uh, dude, what's wrong with you? What, what's your career arc here? <laughs> okay. We're thinking about these. Oh, things. okay. Just diving. It's not good radio if we're thinking about I'm thinking about, about <laughs> like, uh, if you add in, you could be a non-quarterback Heisman winner. Because those seem to be in pretty rare that's rarefied air these days. Yeah, you could you win the Heisman without being a quarterback. Well, do you want to be Devontae Smith? That's so, uh, so far, yeah, that's not bad. Nah. Considering how Heisman winners usually pan out in the NFL, that dude is killing it. Yeah, but you're still the quarterback. You know, Devontae Smith, you know, we're going to forget about him. People probably have already forgotten about him. Like, oh, that's right, that dude won the Heisman. Who's that guy from... Alabama, Alabama. won the, oh, on the Waddle. Eagles. No. Was it Waddle? No, no, no. No, no the other no, stuff, really no, fast one. Yeah, the, the really no, no, fast that would have been receiver. Waddle. Yeah, yeah. If Waddle doesn't get hurt, Devontae Smith doesn't win the Heisman. Yes, Paul. Our last one. Okay. Will Smith or Baker Mayfield? Oh, Will Smith's that career is, is in, in somewhat you know shambles. I might slap you for Will whoa, Smith. Whoa, <laughs> okay, whoa, Will wow. Smith or Reggie Bush? I, <laughs> both had problems with their... Oh, Will Smith yeah. had a problem on the night he got the award. Reggie Bush had his award taken away, literally and figuratively. Mm, but Will, they, <laughs> Will Smith or Reggie Bush? Let me take a break. You need some time, yeah, I understand. Going to need to take... Because there's Kim Kardashian's involved in this. Right. The Wendy's commercial. Um... Slapping Chris Rock. You know, he's got a movie now coming out. Will Smith does. All right, let me take a break. Wow. Didn't know that uh, we'd start out like this. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, you're applauding? I, I didn't think this was a good thing. We crushed Thanks. that first segment. Marvin, were you applauding? I couldn't hear. Oh, come on. What? Uh, what? Call back. Not necessary. Not nice. Accurate, but not nice. Okay. I was clapping. All right. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll settle on a poll question. Back in, there's Marvin. Here, you can just about hear it. <laughs> and I'm clapping hard, too. <laughs> <laughs> take a break. Back after this. This message brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? That's the latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could be selling your data. Discover will do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms, learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Wait, what's going on this here? Is fabulous. Let's go. It's not fabulous. Great. Yes, Marv. You know, a lot of us have been feeling under the weather, so I decided to do a little pick-me-up. I was talking to my friends that I went to college with, and we were talking about last call songs at a bar. And I was just like, you know what? Every rejoin, I'm just going to play songs that you would hear at the end of the night. <laughs> and this is a sing-along. This is the white version of Before I Let Go. So, Okay. That's a deep dive, but <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Paul. Marvin's totally right on this. And I had like a cue with my body. I started just roaming around the bar looking for <laughs> looking for a three to bolt with. Yeah. I you just started were, walking. You were wow. you were like Jim Valvano after he won the national title. Exactly. You were looking for somebody to hug. With a keystone light in my hand. Yeah. Hey. Hey Jenny, Julie, whatever. <laughs> Flashbacks. I tried to lock in at around 10 o'clock. Yes, advance. You, you know, you got, it gets dangerous when it gets to around 1 o'clock. And you're like, uh-oh. And then you get people looking at you because you're the three in their world. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got to go. How, how about the acne guy over there? Hi. <laughs> you want to take me home? All right, so the rejoin songs are going to be closing songs at bars. Last call. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Before the commercial break, we had the really important question. Would you rather be Will Smith or Reggie Bush? That, that uh, is the, the poll question of winning a Heisman. But uh, Will won a Best Supporting Actor yeah. role? So the okay. poll is actually going to be which, which award would you rather win? Okay. The Heisman Trophy or Best Supporting Actor in Hollywood? All right. And Will's won, I think he won Best Actor. I don't think he got Best Supporting. He may have been nominated years ago. Okay. Would I reg- rather be Reggie Bush or Will Smith? Hmm. Reggie Bush had a little trouble right after he won the Heisman. Yeah. Will Smith has had a multi-billion dollar career in the can, then had some trouble the same night he won the award. Who would want to be Will Smith? Fritzy Woods, Seaton, okay, hesitated, but you're going to be Will Smith? I was just making sure, wait, other than Reggie Bush? Yeah. Wait, you would be Reggie Bush? No, I'd be oh, Will Smith. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, Marv, you'd be Reggie Bush? Yeah, about two years ago, I would have said Will Smith. Oh, okay. All right, Paulie? Uh, toughie. I'm going to go Reggie Bush. I, I don't know if Will gets to the other side of this one. But I think at some point we start to be sympathetic towards him. Yeah. At it, some point, people do. I haven't seen it yet. But it's almost like with Reggie Bush, because there are a lot of people at USC that Reggie Bush is persona non grata. And to this day, don't even say his name. They'll say his number, not his name. But, you know, been successful with the uh, football broadcast, uh, broadcasting career. He had a good pro career. Um, he was in a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won. Won, won a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Paul. You know, Reggie Bush's uh, infractions at the time, they seem really silly now. A lot of people think that he yeah. should get his Heisen back because yeah. now players can get money and take money from marketing people. It's like uh, there was a speed limit when, with the NCAA when Reggie Bush got busted for what he did. And now all those speed limits are gone. And now it looks like what he did was very silly. Or not silly to be busted for. Yeah. 
All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Yes, Seton. Will Smith, though, has hit a whole other level of wealth and fame. Yes, he has. That some people get so wealthy and so famous that they no longer live in the same world as everybody else. Okay. Right? They live in a world that they completely create that's just sort of all around them. That's what Will Smith feels like to me. That sounds awesome. You're that you're actually that wealthy that it's just like I don't even but understand in, the world anymore. But he's in a different world with what happened at the Academy Awards to Chris Rock. Okay, and what ultimately happened to him? Uh, I think he got roughed up considerably. I don't know. I mean, but, he still has all of that, but he's always, always going to have this. Yeah, he is. But he also, there's like the flip side of that. That's like, dude, how much of a boss is that dude that he got up and smashed this dude in the face <laughs> defending his wife on camera for 40 million people to see? Yeah. And then ultimately, he's just like, all right, anyway, my new movie comes out November 13th. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if a lot of people go, yeah, he's a baller because he smacked Chris Rock. I mean, I would have smacked Chris because it was a bad joke, but, you know. Not where I, I had to think if he's offending my wife here. I was like, hmm, okay, all right, wait. Oh, uh-oh, Jada's not happy. There are way worse things to regret or be embarrassed about rather than punching a dude in the face because he made a joke about your wife. But he slapped him. He didn't even punch him. Which is even more disrespectful. <laughs> Open hand slap in yeah. front of everybody. It's about the, he might as well have mushed his face then. That's even more disrespectful. <laughs> yes, Todd. But time has passed, and I agree that over time you get a little sympathetic. We like to give people a, a second chance and it's like oh i can't believe he did that to chris rock let's go get some pizza thank you, you move Tom. on thank you Tom. Oh, okay yeah paul i, I think <laughs> a lot of people if you go back and watch that night the academy awards will smith does that to chris rock then he comfortably goes sits in his chair and they go to commercial break and no one does anything i think that's why people are still miffed about the incident because of the lack of response in the room lack of response from security i'm guessing you're not allowed to beat up the host that's probably a rule when yeah, you walk in yeah uh, but someone he was allowed to. I don't know to. if that's on your ticket. I didn't see it on the ticket. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, please do not beat up host. But like if anyone else had run up and hit Chris Rock, they would have been arrested and escorted from the building. Yeah. But uh, and then later he wins the award and goes up and <laughs> you couldn't have scripted that. You, you, you thought couldn't. that La La Land Moonlight stuff was yeah, wild. I know that was JV. Yeah. Uh, let's see a couple of phone calls in here. Oh, Doug in North Carolina. Always great to hear from Doug. Hi, Doug. Hey, Dan, you know how people call up and they say how this show has saved their life, like I was in the hospital and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yes. This is going to maybe be the first time in the history of the world where someone calls in and tells you how this show uh, has ruined their life. Uh, do you have 30 <laughs> seconds? I'll do this really quickly. Okay. For reasons that are unclear, about a month ago, I started using your third strike call as kind of a greeting, like a coworker will say, do you want to get some lunch? And I'll go, ha, ha, yeah. <clears throat> So I've been doing this. I'm thinking I'm on the ground floor. It's kind of I use it kind of like Al Pacino and sent from a woman like you were just doing. And this weekend, I have a charity that puts on sensory friendly events for kids on the spectrum. We were doing a visit with Santa. Unconsciously, the first two kids who walk in, brothers four and six, I greeted them with, "Who wants to see Santa? Are you ready to see Santa?" Ha ha! <laughs> they, they led to a meltdown, tears, crying. It was a horror. I have spent ten years building up a reputation of compassion. And you've ruined that for me, Dad. The hee-haws are over for me. But you're blaming me. Well, I gotta blame somebody. <laughs> you just seem like a convenient target. Ha! All right. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, it's it's how you use it and when and where you use it. With the called third strike. Ha! Uh, Tim and Akron. Hi, Tim. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Six feet. My six packs become a keg. I've got a question for you, a movie question. Oh, okay. If, if, if Sandler came to you and said, you've done such a nice job, we want to give you a starring role, and you can pick your co-star, and then he says we're going to remake of Fifty Shades of Grey, my questions are, one, who would you choose as a co-star, and two, what would you tell your wife when you got home to get her on board with the idea? All right. Uh, a hypothetical you may want to punt on this question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hypothetically, I'd, I'd probably choose Jennifer Aniston. And, uh, can't take that back. No, I can't. And it always gets to my wife like third person. <laughs> Did you hear Dan talk about he wants to do a 50 uh, Shades of Grey with Jennifer Aniston? 
And then she'll ask me the question at dinner, and I'll go, no, 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 it's a hypothetical. Honey, it's just a radio bit. You know, it's just one of those crazy radio bits, me making out with Jennifer Aniston. Yes, Todd. <laughs> you have seen those Charlize Theron perfume commercials as I far have, as candidates. I have seen Charlize Theron in person. You have? She was spectacular. Yes. Played, I was playing golf in Las Vegas, and I realized that Charlize Theron and her mom were playing in front of us. I was swinging out of my shoes to see if I could hit my ball up to where they were so I could go up there and apologize. And eventually I did it on the back nine where I went, I'm so sorry that uh, I, I hit this close to you. And her mom was gorgeous, too. But, uh, yeah, Charlize Theron, she's easy on the eyes is what she is. Uh, let's see. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Good morning, Dan. Dan, thanks for uh, taking my call. Hey, real quick, a um, little question you guys are doing, the Heisman Trophy versus mm-hmm. uh, Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best in their fields at times, Tim Tebow or Daniel Day-Lewis. Maybe that's one to mm-hmm. chop up. Okay. But um, had a little thing. I'm glad that Baker Mayfield is uh, going to be gone from Carolina. He can go find a new stadium to live in. That was a wreck to be had all year long with uh, Matt Rule coming in as well. So they're both gone as a team. We're going to rebuild next year. I'm happy about that. Um, also, my vote for MVD, most valuable Danette, real quick. I love Folly. We had that um, NFL draft bet. Marv used to answer the phones, got to know him. I've been a Fritzy fan for years, but I think the show has evolved and changed and allowed people's uh, personalities to come out because of the moves from did. And so I think he should be the MVD. He's been able to grow up as a, as a personality as well, and it's been great to see that. But he really opened up Todd. He helped Marv out. And Paulie's always been Paulie, so he could uh, almost win it every year, but I'd give it to Seton. Okay. We're going to eventually open this up to the audience, and we'll be able to vote for most valuable and least valuable down there. What, Todd? It's nice to hear the explanations. That's why you know, it's good, even if it's just a one-line thing. If there's a way to get a vote and they can get it like one sentence in, it's, uh, I think it's interesting to hear why people vote the way they do. But do you want to hear compliments or you want to hear everything? I want to hear everything because I think, I, and it'll be even more entertaining as to why someone you know finished last or didn't get the vote. You know, like we were talking about yesterday with the mean tweets. All right, that's uh, kind of fun. But but we're uh, the backroom guys are setting it up, so we'll be able to uh, cover all precincts there. That you'll be able to vote only one time for most valuable and least valuable Danette. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that by the end of the week, and then uh, we'll we'll have that vote and uh, we'll announce it the last day before uh, Christmas break. How's that? Uh, Tom Brady with the comeback win. And if you're uh, keeping track, the 44th fourth quarter comeback of his career, breaking Peyton Manning's record, he had this to say after the win. We've got to find a formula that allows us to score more points more consistently, and I know we're so, still searching through it. And we've had a lot of guys in and out, and we're trying to find some good formulas, and we got to, um, you know, we're going to keep grinding. Uh, we're in December now. That's why I think it's alarming. We can look at the comeback win. How did you get in the position where you're down 13 with four minutes to play? That, to me, is the bigger issue here. You did win. Defense played pretty well. But the offense getting down 13 at home, and I know the Saints have your number. Historically, have your number. But that's a bigger issue. By the way, 49ers are going to face the Buccaneers. And that means Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy. Here is Brock Purdy, the Niners' new quarterback. Like your first start will be against Tom Brady. Any yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Um, dude's been playing football longer than I've been alive. So, um, yeah, to have a first start against you know the GOAT, it's going to be pretty cool. But um, just any other game, man. I just got to be efficient, do my thing, and, and play football. <laughs> It's not just any other game. <laughs> this is your first NFL start, and it's against Tom Brady. I, I watched Brock Purdy, who I think is 22 years of age, and he was up there doing a press conference, and I thought it would be like the intern who comes up and goes, <laughs> oh, is this on, everybody? Can you everybody hear everybody? Uh, Brock will be up here in a minute. I thought it was the intern for the Niners who was checking the microphone level for everybody, and then I realized that's Brock Purdy. Yeah, Paul. He answered that question as if you asked him, hey, I'm going to offer you free surfing lessons. Yeah, that's great. I'd be awesome. I mean, he was just so casual about that. Do you think that could be a good thing that he's loose? 
Oh, sure, but he's not going to be when he plays. <laughs> he He's trying to convince us that it's just another game. It's not. I mean, imagine your first NFL start is against Tom Brady. Tom Brady's playing career is longer than Brock Purdy's life. And now you're going to go against Tom Brady. That's fabulous, man. That's great. Joe in Wisconsin joins us on the program. Hi, Joe. Hey, DP. Hey, DP. Wanted to share a quick one with you. At uh, University of St. John's, there's a little tradition at the end of the night where everybody drops their pants and Piano Man plays and everybody puts their arms around each other and does that. And uh, it's caught on at weddings. So as uh, the last song of the wedding... All the boys drop their uh, drop their slacks, and then they start, you know, arm in arm. Oh, gentlemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you always got this grandpa and uncle who haven't seen it, and they're looking like, what are these fruity patooties up to around here? So always makes for a good picture and a good end of the night. I'll send one over to Tyler. Oh, all right. Thank you, Joe. You don't have to, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Guys dropping their pants at the end of the night, and then arm in arm, Swaying to Billy Joel. Now John at the bar is a friend of mine. He gets me my drinks for free. Nice boxers, Tim. (laughs) Here's the problem with that. Not all of us wear underwear, Todd. That's very true. Yeah. And don't ask me why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the good thing is Todd would never be at a bar at closing time. He probably never has been in his life. I like to chat up the the, the gals, but I'm not big with the, uh, the drinking. You can give me a nice ginger ale. I'll hang out with you. Rick in Ohio. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind? Uh, hello, Dan. Hi, Rick. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to call. I've been trying, I've been trying since Thanksgiving to call. The guy before, well, a guy a couple calls ago said something about how you affected our lives when we listened to you. Last year, uh, around Christmas, I put my wife, my mother-in-law, and my son in the hospital for COVID. My wife and mother-in-law got out about two weeks afterwards, but they had to put up my son in an induced coma for seven weeks and it was some tough times and I still had to work and listening to your show really helped me. And I want to thank you for that. Is everybody okay now, Rick? Yeah. My, my son's getting a lot better. He's recovering. Uh, but yeah, everybody's doing well. Good. Good. Well, thank, thank for this past year too. <laughs> Just hop year off. Well, thanks for the phone call, Rick. I'm glad to hear that. Whatever role we can play every single day, uh, thank you. We, uh, we appreciate it. We don't take it for granted. We'll take a break. Back after this with our play of the day. Tunnel to Towers Foundation, born on America's darkest day of 9-11. They've been helping America's heroes ever since then. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on that family's home and lifts the financial burden and tries to bring some kind of stability there. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, giving our most severely injured heroes the ability to live more independent lives. Through our veteran home Homelessness program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans across America. More than 500 in 2022 alone. Because all veterans who honorably served our country, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. And you can help. Help America's heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month to T2T.org. That's the letter T, number two, letter T.org. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, 
You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, my God. The play. The play is of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Here's the snap. Brady dropping, looking. Brady throws. Caught ball. It's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rashad White. Rashad White. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Bucks tie the game at 16. Brady with a dart. And Rashad White finishes. Courtesy of the Buccaneers Radio Network. That was the first career touchdown reception for Rashad White. It was the 640th career touchdown pass of Tom Brady's career. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by M-Drive supplements that support healthy testosterone, energy, strength, and overall health. Get started now. Use the code DAN. You get 20% off at mdrivedan.com. That's promo code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Baker Mayfield was uh, put on waivers. We don't know if he's cleared waivers. We don't know if the 49ers are interested in Baker Mayfield. By the way, they pick up Josh Johnson, and I think you have to leave him on the roster for three games. I don't know if you bring in a third quarterback, if you bring in Baker Mayfield, if you have Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, and then if you bring in Mayfield, that gives you three. But I do believe... Since you you brought in Josh Johnson, you have to have him for at least three games. Here is Mike Shanahan, or Kyle Shanahan, talking about Baker Mayfield. Uh, do you guys have uh, any interest in pursuing Baker Mayfield on the waiver wire? Um, I mean, we look into everything, but um, that was, I mean, that surprised me right now, I and mean, we got to discuss more this afternoon and stuff. But um, you know, I've always been a fan of his, but feel real good about our players, and we'll look into everything, but. I feel pretty good with where we're at right now. All right. I get it. And that's what you should do. That uh, you want to see, can Brock Purdy handle this? And that that's asking a lot. But you're also asking your quarterback to not do a lot. This is a different situation where you do have skilled players. you got a 
good running backs. You got Debo, you got McCaffrey, you got Kittle, you you have Ayuk, you have a really good defense. All you're asking Brock Purdy to do is basically what you asked Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Just don't have turnovers. All he does is win. Maybe that's what we'll be saying about uh, Brock Purdy. Also, I was looking at the Packers' schedule here. Can they close this out and end up 9-8? and eight? Right now, they're hitting their by their 5-8. and eight. They have a couple of good receivers here. Final four games. They host the Rams at the Dolphins, host the Vikings, host the Lions. They run the table 9-8. and eight. The game at the Dolphins may decide if this team has a winning record. By the way, more likely to have a winning record this year. Green Bay or Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin, of course, has never had a losing record. Uh, he might end up 9-8. and eight. How about that? All goes well? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, Paulie. The Steelers coming up, they, are, uh, they host the Ravens with probably a backup quarterback, Hundley. At the Panthers, host the Raiders. At the Ravens again, then the Browns to end the season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Could be tough. Well, it will be tough. But I was, I was curious about that. That you know, Can Mike Tomlin somehow get to 9-8 and eight with this team? And could the Packers run the table and end up 9-8? and eight? Uh, PJ in Atlanta. Hey, PJ, what's on your mind today? Hey, PJ. I was just wondering who you wanted to make out with in a movie. <laughs> uh, Sean in Oregon. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind? Oh, I think we just had some phone issues there. Uh, poor Tyler back there. Can we put the camera on Tyler. See how he's scrambling back there. He's petting the dog at the same time. Yeah. Funny, the dog was just like pounding on all the stuff. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tyler somehow has got some issues with the uh, the phone lines there. Uh-oh. What's the temperature in our back room? He's got like seven layers on. Well, it does get cold back there. The back room guys complain that it's too cold. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe you're too soft. It's not that it's too cold. You're too soft. Mario's got a heater in his office. Rob, Rob's, you know, ready to be outside at a football game. <laughs> Tyler, same way. Got a hoodie and a, you know, puffer coat there. Those guys are soft. And right. uh, what's the poll question we went with there, Seton O'Connor? Uh, well, Dad, it's been basically the f- topic for the first hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, which award would you rather win, the Heisman mm-hmm. or Best Supporting Okay, actor? let's let's guess. Let's guess. Todd, what do you think the percentages are? Heisman, 67%. Okay. Marv? Academy Award, 58%. All right. Paulie? Bigger sports audience here. At least 65% for the Heisman. Mm. I'm going to go Academy Award, 59%. Todd almost nailed it. But he just had it inversed. It's 76% Heisman. Oh, okay. Yeah, not even close with best support. Okay. But if it was the best actor, would that change things? Mm. Yeah, Paul. Uh, the best editing award or the Walter Camp Award? We're going to do that tomorrow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sound design adaptation. <laughs> Here was a, a, a line. You know, I, I follow gambling. And I have a gambling podcast, but I don't gamble. But there's occasionally a game or two where you go, man, that doesn't make sense. The Lions are facing the Vikings. The Lions are 5-7. and seven, The Vikings are 10-2. and two. The Lions are giving one and a half to the Vikings. Lions are a force right now. Got a good offense there. Got some playmakers on defense. I thought that they were going to be on the cusp of making the playoffs this year. And they started out a little rough, but uh, here they come. The Lions are one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Vikings. Also, with uh, Trey Turner joining uh, the Phillies, I was curious, World Series odds. So you take him from the Dodgers, now he's with the Phillies. The Astros are the favorites to win the uh, World Series. Dodgers are second. Then the Mets, who just picked up Verlander. The Yankees right now uh, tied with the Braves and the Blue Jays 
but we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Judge. And then the Phillies after that. So it didn't really make a dent on, I guess, either the Dodgers winning the World Series or the Phillies winning the World Series. More phone calls coming up. We'll uh, see if we can uh, fix whatever we have to fix back there. And uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Max Duggan, the uh, TCU quarterback and a Heisman finalist, will join us coming up in about 25 minutes from now. And he played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Peter Billingsley will join us in the final hour of the program. One hour in the books, two more to go. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Just go to danpatrick.com, enter your email address, and you get a recap of all the day's action every single day. Hour two coming up. One more item as we close out hour one, getrefunds.com. Time is running out for this opportunity. If your business has five or more employees managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000. That's per employee. And it's not a loan. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge has always been getting your hands on it. That's where getrefunds.com comes in handy because they have a team of tax attorneys they put together. They're highly trained in this little known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned over $1 billion to businesses and maybe they can help you as well. They're going to do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. And businesses of all types can qualify, including those that took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund program is only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.